It's episode 47 of Vegas Revealed. Coming up, we finally have a plan for New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, and it is going to allow you, everyone around the world, to be able to take part. And they're going to be blowing up some stuff. So we'll have all the details on that. Plus, the big push to get convention visitors back in Las Vegas, which is really the heartbeat of this city. And our interview months ago that revealed some major details of a downtown project that was just officially announced. All of it coming up on Vegas Revealed. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 47. Sean McAllister here. And I'm Dana Roselli. Welcome, everyone. We love that we have lots of new listeners lately, so we figured we would just remind you about who we are, what we do. Sean and I have lived in Las Vegas for about 15 years, both worked in local TV. We've covered entertainment and news, and you know now we have our own media company, and we just decided we have so much Vegas knowledge and so much we want to talk about, we decided to join together and do a podcast. Yeah, and we've made some uh, good Las Vegas friends along the way that uh, we have some little nuggets, good little (laughs) nuggets of information about the city that get passed our way every now and then. Um, You know, one of the guys who we've gotten to know over the years is Lance Burton, who a lot of people know as a longtime Las Vegas headliner. He had uh, he performed magic on the strip. For years, one of the best-known entertainers in Las Vegas. Right. Incredible. And I know a lot of magicians that perform here since then always say that, you know, Lance is who they look up to, who they learned from, and what an icon he is. And recently, we saw a post from him on his Facebook page talking about how, you know, he's kind of retired and he's moved to where he's from, and that is Kentucky. And so we wanted to wish Lance well, an incredible guy. You and I have interviewed him so many times over the the years uh, since he kind of left the stage he always did charity events and would still do appearances but not having a specific show he would do a lot of charity work for the Nevada SPCA a lot of animal groups and then also variety children's charities right he, he would uh, it CinemaCon mm-hmm. every year uh, variety children's charities it was always involved in that and a lot of entertainment ties but he did a lot of work Um, even with some of the schools for special needs kids here in Las Vegas. Every year at Christmas time, he would go around and do a a holiday Christmas uh, magic show for the students at the at these special needs schools. So very involved. Um, Lance, man, man. I think he did more than 15,000 shows throughout his run here in Las Vegas. So Lance, you've certainly left your mark and we're going to miss you, buddy. I know. I mean, he said in his post that he stepped on the stage at the Tiffany showroom at the Tropicana Hotel when he was 22 years old. And so just a great post. If you get a chance, go to Lance Burton's Facebook page and you can read. But he basically says at the end, you know what? He is forever grateful for the mythical city called Las Vegas. I will miss you all. I love you all. 
Paul. Maybe I will return one day as a visitor. We sure hope so. And, you know, it says he never likes goodbyes. But by the time that we all read this, he'll be back on the farm in Kentucky living the life of a gentleman farmer. Well, Lance, you have certainly added to the myth of Las Vegas in a a very positive way. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know that you listen to Vegas Revealed. So we wish you well and we hope to talk to you soon. That's for sure. Okay, should we get into uh, New Year's Eve? Yeah. We reported on this a few weeks back, talking about how we weren't going to have a fireworks display. But, you know, we wouldn't just let it, you know, sit at that, right? So uh, the LVCVA has come up with a different kind of idea, and I love it. Yeah, so we all know that uh, as things go in Las Vegas, you know, especially with casinos, there are implosions when things get old, when they need to just be uh, taken care mm-hmm. of, bulldozed down. And that's the approach that the Las Vegas Visitors and Convention Authority is taking this year with the New Year's Eve show. They're planning to implode 2020 <laughs> and just erase it off the board. I know. I love it. Well, and what's cool about this is, you know, people that live all over the world are going to be able to see this because it's going to be a live stream countdown to midnight. So, you know, if you're one of our listeners and you're in a different country or another side of the country, uh, this is going to be cool because you'll be able to watch it. There's going to be epic sites, a live DJ, a countdown to midnight, as I said, and then get this, the 2020 sign is going to be blown up at the end, which we love. This is such a good idea. I'm going to be sitting in my living room watching this. I know. So it's such a great thing to have on while you're, you know, home, maybe sipping or chugging some some alcohol. Well, and, and what a great way for the for the entire city of Las Vegas to start the new year Mm -hmm. because you know that every news organization around the world is going to be carrying the footage of 2020 literally being blown up on new year's eve and it's kind of a a message to the entire world that says hey you know what Mm -hmm. 2020 has been crappy for all of us (laughs) it's been crappy for las vegas especially because we depend on people coming here and people haven't been able to come here but now that 2020 is blown up it no longer is is in front of us it's totally in the rear view we can look forward to 2021 and look forward to welcoming people back yeah, it's exciting. A massive 2021 LED sign is going to be revealed, along with fireworks and confetti and a 12 to 15 minute long pyrotechnic spectacular. Wow. So it sounds like it'll be really fun and you can, you know, have it up and watch it on your computer, on your TV. And I believe the website that you want to go to for that is the Visit Las Vegas website. And so social media pages will have it up too. Yeah, and we'll be uh, sending that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as New Year's Eve approaches on our Vegas Revealed pages as well. So that's something to look forward to as we count down to the rest of uh, 2020 and look forward to 2021. Something else that's exciting also coming from the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority has to do with the way that our Las Vegas visitors and locals, for that matter, too, get around the Las Vegas Strip, the monorail, has been a fixture here for years. Yeah, and I think that they are planning, you know, things may be at a pause right now, but I think 
the best part is, is seeing all these developments to plan for conventions to come back, people to come back to our city. And a huge part of that is transportation. And so the LVCVA has acquired the assets of the Las Vegas monorail company. And so now they'll be able to, you know, have that in addition to this new loop that they're opening up at the end of January, the Elon Musk loop. Yeah, so the Elon Musk loop is essentially a tunnel that's Mm -hmm. being bored underground to connect the convention center with a new convention center wing that's being built right up to the strip. And that's going to have some of the Elon Musk autonomous vehicles that drive people around underground, and it'll make it really zippy and quick for people to get around. Um, I think I've seen plans online that this tunnel system could eventually connect all of the casinos up and down the Las Vegas Strip, which would be great. Yeah. Obviously, it'll take some time to to bore some tunnels and, right. and make that reality. But in the meantime, the LVCVA now owns the Las Vegas monorail. Mm-hmm. And okay, so the thing that I took from this is that previously the monorail was owned by a private company. And in in its dealings with the casinos and building the monorail, they had a non-compete in place, mm-hmm. which means that the monorail was the prime source of, uh, the sole source, really, of transportation on the east side of the Las Vegas Strip. So that's... MGM, that's Bally's, Paris, Planet Hollywood, that entire side of the Strip, Flamingo, um, all Mm -hmm. up to Sahara. Yeah, it's, you know, it's really great for that side of the Strip, and people have always complained through the years that, you know, there needs to be more of a connection to the airport and the other side of the Strip and this and that. But like you were mentioning, you know, now it allows multiple different kinds of transportation, which is what we need so people have options, right? Options are everything. Well, and you can't fit everybody on an autonomous vehicle Mm -hmm. even if the loop is built you can't fit everybody in those vehicles they it will certainly help but i think that that running in conjunction with the monorail will be a really positive way to um get people around i think you know the monorail has been people always say well who uses the monorail and kind of like oh it's a way but like people that go to the convention center and are staying at these hotels you don't always want to like uber wait for a cab or can be pricey listen the monorail is a dollar fifty and i must say i don't think people realize it's like an easy way, you have to walk a little because it's in the back of the hotels. And you and I were saying it takes a little bit of a walk. But if you're staying at that hotel, or you're staying to the one next to it, a little walk to the monorail could be worth it. And then it takes you right to the convention center. Or if you want to get to the north end of the strip, maybe the Sahara station and then do a walk down. It's definitely an option. I used to take it out every New Year's Eve only because I lived near one of the stations. But it was great because everyone would be like, well, how am I going to get there? Where am I going to park? I'm going to have to wait. The Uber prices surge and all that. And I would pop on for a dollar fifty at the Sahara station or anybody could come and park nearby in one of the parking lots and then take it down to the closest point of where I needed to get to Planet Hollywood. So I think I would take it to Bally's. Yep. Yeah. So it was great. Um, so there are definitely benefits and, and it has, you know, it's a 3.9 mile monorail over the summer, our pool in, uh, in my tower where I live, the monorail used to go back and forth on the track but it's kind of just sat there so i'm excited to see it moving again yeah i think with the ever since march Mm -hmm. i think that it's 
kind of been shut down. Right. Having having tons of people Just on and off is not a, a good idea right now. Yeah. The other today, this morning, when I was thinking we were going to talk about this, I was sitting on my patio and I heard a bunch of clinking below, and I looked down and they were like changing out the rocks and planting some plants underneath the Sahara monorail station. So I thought, ooh, they're really? they're getting it ready to you know be used again, maybe and look pretty. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So, um, okay, so we talked monorail, we talked conventions, but the big thing that I have noticed too, I drove by this the other day, I remember I got to your house and I was like, you have to see the convention center because the new convention center has been under construction, but not a lot of us are like constantly driving by things these days. Right. So you don't notice the progress, but, and we'll put a picture up on our social media, but the new convention center has come a long way and it is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's stunning. First of all, that roof line is just so breathtaking. It's this giant wavy mm-hmm. rooftop, a white wavy rooftop that's it, it just really is beautiful. Yeah. But then as you look at the the front, it's this giant glass wall of windows and you can see inside the escalators going up everywhere. It, I mean, they've done a great job with it. They have, and you know it's funny because the current convention center there's it's not glass there's not it's not a glass facade, and you know, it's so like a concrete box. Yeah, so we never know what's going on inside, but it'll be good to see people you know going up and down the escalators and like the action going on inside. At least people trying to get to the different rooms. Then they built this bridge from the new convention center over to the old convention center, and that's really pretty. It goes right over Paradise, which is a road uh, that the current convention center sits on, and so. I just love the whole thing. I'm excited about it. And it made me think, I can't wait for, you know, those people to return and to be able to use this new facility. Well, and that's not even the only convention space that's brand new. Even behind the the link right there where the high roller is, Mm -hmm. uh, Caesars Entertainment has its new Caesars Forum, which is also brand new convention space that really has, Mm -hmm. it was built with the intentions of being open and welcoming visitors right now and and businesses and conventions, but it never really got to welcome anybody. I know. So so, so we're ready for you out there. Anybody listening, uh, enlist your convention in Las Vegas. In addition to that, Resorts World has been, you know, projecting, I guess you'd call it, all sorts of really cool messages and videos on their the side of their building, which is like this big, I guess you'd call it like a LED screen. Yeah, and it is the entire yeah. side of the building. And you know, I'm where my house is, I'm kind of in the southeast part of the Las Vegas Valley and kind of close to the mountains mm-hmm. on the southeast side. And when I drive up on uh, like Horizon Ridge, which is a road that's, you know, almost as far up to the, it butts up to the bottom of the mountains on right. the southeast, you know, corner. And I can see clearly now? the images that are, <laughs> I can see clearly. <laughs> that's probably not allowed. Those music rights. Oh, yeah, we don't have the music Sorry. rights for that. Um, but I can clearly see the images that are up on the side of Resorts World. Mm-hmm. When I drive even 15 miles away. Right. So it is, I mean, it is crystal clear. It is massive and it's eye-catching for sure. It is. And I must say, the other day I was leaving the fashion show mall, driving back toward my place and I was at a light and it kept, you know, I was watching it. And I so wanted to whip out my phone and take a video or a picture. And I was thinking, oh, this is going to happen a lot. Everyone be careful because I know we're not supposed to. But you can't help but want to take a picture of it. I know. It is really cool. And I wonder what kind of programming they're going to 
to have on that if it's going to be promotional programming or right. if there or if it'll be you know similar to the uh led screens out in front of planet hollywood right where you know on new year's eve mm-hmm. sometimes they they put live broadcasting mm-hmm up there so yeah, it'll be anything. interesting to see what they do right now they're advertising their 2021 auditions which i believe is you know job opportunities right and i keep getting the little alerts i know they're looking for a lot of um pool staff already oh for okay. you know like a manager for the whole pool area and that kind of thing cabana stuff and all that so lots of jobs coming down on linkedin if you want to check out resorts world uh, so we've talked about the development that's happening on the Las Vegas Strip, but there's also some really cool development happening downtown Las Vegas, specifically over at the Plaza Hotel. Now, we interviewed the CEO, Jonathan Jossel, a few episodes back, and we chatted with him about this new development. And we were saying there's so much going on even around the plaza that, you know, it's going to help the plaza itself, right? Because they're coming up on their, what, 50th anniversary? Yeah, next year, 2021, will be the 50th anniversary of the plaza. Wow, incredible. That whole area is, you know, under development. And in order to kind of make it more a more, I guess, walkable place, they're mm-hmm. going to build this bridge to Symphony Park, which is, if people don't know what Symphony Park is, it's right outside our Smith Center, which is the Performing Arts Center, which right now hasn't been able to reopen. Yeah, and it's kind of in a secluded area of downtown. You have to kind of take some roundabout streets to get to the Smith Center, and it's not really readily accessible from the Fremont Street district mm-hmm. you have to you know get in a, a car drive, over drive. That bridge. you can't really walk it's there right them. now but the plan is the city of las vegas in conjunction with the plaza have just officially announced their plans for a pedestrian walkway along main street that will connect to a bridge that connects all the development over at Symphony Park and the Smith Center. Yeah, because those new apartments are going up. So if you live there, this is going to be, you know, it's going to entice you to maybe live there and live in a in a walkable area where you can then connect right over to downtown, hit some of the shops, you know, if you want to go get something to eat, go out for nightlife. And so Sean asked Jonathan Jossel about this when we interviewed him back in September. One thing that you can count on, two things, really, you have a neighbor straight out your front door with uh, the new Circa Tower that Derek Stevens is building down here. You have a a huge new apartment complex out your back door. So (laughs) you're being sandwiched by by new development. What what possibilities does that open up for you guys? You're a very observant guy. (laughs) The, The... We've always said that Main Street is going to be the best area of downtown Las Vegas. We've always believed that. We just maybe were a little um, ahead of the time. But now with what Derek's doing with Circa, and, and, you know, we used to own that. It used to be the Las Vegas Club. We sold it to him, which was a crazy story. But in the time, everyone said that was crazy. Why would you do that? Now you see this and you think, well, this is only going to be really good for us, for all of downtown. And then you have 800 apartments across the street. Plus you have the Smith Center. You have the Frank Geary Luruvo Center. You have the Children's Museum. You have, um, uh, what's the other one? The Shops. Well, the museum is that direction, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you have a lot going on. But anyway, the 800 apartments is something that I've always said is really important because a lot of the local places, especially now when there's not as much international travel, you need locals and you need people to support your food and beverage, your gaming, your bingo, uh, your other events. And so we're working on a bridge with the city to connect those 800 units 
to across our site. We own, uh, the plaza sits on 17 acres going north to south. So that's a big chunk of land in between, in the sandwich in between everything you just described yeah. happening here. Mm -hmm. So we think it's, uh, it's, just, it's just getting started for Main Street. And obviously with Greyhound leaving, I think it might be the most important thing to happen to downtown in, in the last 15 years. Yeah, Jonathan's really, you know, been such a champion for that whole area downtown. Um, he's got ideas. He's been open for a long time, making sure that all their safety uh, rules are followed there with the COVID-19 pandemic and just been, you know, always looking forward, which is great. Well, and what I love about uh, what Jonathan was telling us about, I think it was uh, after we recorded mm -hmm. the podcast conversation is that really all the uh, heads of the casinos downtown and the heads of uh, of different properties, n not necessarily gaming, but whether it's restaurant or food and beverage, that they really do have uh, a collaborative team mentality when thinking about downtown. They all meet together regularly, look at the plans, see, come up with ideas on how they can all make that area better. And mm -hmm. it's not uh, a one man's, you know, victory right. kind of attitude. It's a collaborative effort to make the entire downtown area a really great place for visitors, which I love. And this new development over at the plaza is certainly going to be a, a massive leap uh, forward. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. And you can only, you know, lift each other up and then and then you know that everyone will give each other business and will promote each other. And, and really, that's what we need to be doing now, right, yeah. is just kind of encouraging all our partners, our peers, our competitors in many ways to do well as well. Yeah, uh, that's a, a good attitude to have. <laughs> hey, stick around on Vegas Revealed. Our two tips are next with some great money-saving ideas. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Vegas Revealed. And remember, you can follow us on all sorts of social media platforms. We have our website, vegas-revealed.com. And that's really a one-stop shop for everything we do. We have news articles about the happenings in Las Vegas. We have videos. We have podcast episodes and links to our social media. Yeah, again, it's vegas-revealed.com. Join us there or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. It is time for our two tips. And Dana, I think our tips all around uh, this week are having to do with saving money. Yeah, and isn't that what we're all about these days? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want to spend money to help local businesses and businesses, you know, really around the country. But we also want to save some money because not a lot of us have what we used to have. Obviously, it's been tough times. And one of the things that I was looking at the other day, because I go on Groupon every now and then to order these toothbrush heads that are compatible with sonic toothbrushes but they're not as expensive but it's great you get like a pack of eight and it's like i don't know 20 bucks right when normally it would be probably 100 um so i go on groupon and i was noticing all the incredible deals for las vegas and then you were browsing too and we were going wow look at this wow look at this i mean there are a lot of deals on there has anyone ever downloaded the groupon app and looked through it if you haven't you got to do this i mean it's everything from I mean, there are spa treatments for money saving on spa treatments, attractions all around Las Vegas, on the Strip, off the Strip. Uh, there's even, I mean, there's oil changes. There's, there's <laughs> new brake pads. There's anything that you can think of, even things for your pets. And 
Uh, if you are thinking about tying the knot, there's even deals for that. <laughs> there is. I saw one for the uh, Tropicana Wedding Chapel, and I I was like, it's Trop- Tropicana LV Weddings. Get this, Sean. You can get hitched, married, for 29 bucks instead of 95 wow. It is 69% off, and I love the reviews. The first review on here said something like, it was quick, professional, in and out. <laughs> Yeah, another one says we were able to do a same day reservation. The entire process from beginning to end went smoothly. Our officiant was amazing, and so was the rest of the staff. So that's good to hear. Oh, I love it. There's tons of restaurants on here too, where like there's examples of like say you were gonna, you know, you buy a thirty dollar gift card, but it's only you only or excuse me, you're getting thirty dollars to spend at the restaurant, but you're only buying it for like fifteen dollars and fifty cents. So right. it's really cool. I know you noticed one at Casa Don Juan in Henderson, right? Yeah, and that was eighteen dollars for a thirty dollar gift certificate. Right. For a dinner for two. So I mean that's great food and a great deal. Yeah, and the one I noticed was at the Miracle Mile shops, which is in Planet Hollywood. Now that shopping area has all sorts of stores. Everything you could imagine. It's got high end stores, it's got, you know, middle of the road stores as well again it's got your I think Victoria's Secret it's got your Mac it's got your sneaker stores all sorts of stuff but you can get $20 for $13 so even if it's something to just buy a bunch to hold on to you can go spend it all around the shop so that's a great deal because you know say you get you get three of those what you're doing 13 times three it's 39 bucks if you were going to do you know, and you're getting $60 to spend. So great money saver. And I'll tell you what, I've also looked on Groupon for vacation deals as well. And you can find hotels, uh, the Hilton Grand Vacations at the Flamingo is on here, um, Hilton Grand Vacations on Paradise, but also to resorts around the world. Mm-hmm. I've seen some incredible travel deals to Costa Rica and other uh, destinations in South America, even the Caribbean. Um, so it's, a, yeah. I mean, this is certainly not even a commercial for no, Groupon, we but just, there's just really good stuff I, on there. I literally <laughs> just stumbled upon it going, holy cow, there's a lot on here. So by the way, I had to use a calculator to do that. thing. I I was going to say, I'm impressed, (laughs) Roselli. But another thing we wanted to talk about, uh, there was an article in, I believe it was the Nevada Independent. It was like an opinion opinion piece, I guess, that somebody was talking about why people take the lockdown so hard. And one of the points in the article was about how not everyone can use Amazon and and apps like Uber Eats because it's expensive. Now, people think Amazon is is amazing, and it is. But if you don't have a Prime membership, you're not getting free shipping. Right. And there's a lot of people who don't have a Prime membership. So ordering something on Amazon, you're paying for shipping. And then when it comes to food apps, there are tons of fees. There's like a delivery fee, a service fee. And when you order, like maybe you order even two salads, it really adds up. Then you got to tip the driver, which is expected, but it's, it's not cheap. No, it's definitely started to add up, especially over, you know, the, the past year when everybody has started using it as their primary source of meal delivery if you're not you know making meals at home and there have been fees that have been just piling one on top of another making it making it a really heavy investment (laughs) for one meal if you're able to do that great yeah but also keep in mind that you can contact the restaurant directly mm-hmm. and pick up your order. You can. And some places do deliver on their own too. But I was telling you, like, 
you and I were <laughs> were working. We actually produce starting to produce a podcast for someone else, which has been great. We were doing some work there. It was at a home, and um, that person said, "Order some some food on Grubhub or whatever." So we did, and I was joking with Sean, and I said, "Well, you know, these apps like you look at all the fees, and we were ordering, and I was like, and then watch, they'll forget something because they always seem to forget the drinks, and I love a good Diet Coke, okay, with my my lunch. So <laughs> I said, watch, they'll forget the drinks, or or and then also it comes. It's not as warm. So, so anyway, <laughs> um, they call the gate and they're like, well, the guy will be back because he forgot the drinks. And Sean starts laughing and he's like, you were right. So then he comes back again and he says, oh, they said you didn't order drinks. And I go, no, I definitely did. So then he went back again. The guy, the poor Grubhub driver went back and forth three times. Kudos to him to get it right. Oh, my gosh. But by the time the Diet Coke came, I had shoved down that wrap that we ordered. And I didn't even get to sip on the Diet Coke while I was eating it. And it wasn't so warm anymore because he had driven back three times. So my point is, you're paying all that. And what's the quality that you're actually getting? But like you had mentioned, Sean, yes, pick it up. People were writing back on Twitter saying, you know what? I go, it gets me out of the house. I get to to drive to the place. I feel like I see them face to face. I can check my order and I'm avoiding all those fees. And you feel like you're supporting local business. Well, and a lot of places have curbside pickup now too. Mm -hmm. So you just pull into the marked parking spot, you call the number, tell them that you're outside and they bring your food right out to your car. They can put it in your trunk or your back seat. So you don't even have to deal with the, the right. handoff. No, no but handoff. E- even on um, DoorDash, I've used that, and yeah. there is a pickup option in, within the app. Good. So I've done that before. I, you know, to places that are only a, a couple minutes away, there's no yeah. need for another driver to go pick it up. Seriously. I, can, I have time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I did go on uh, once to Panera Bread. I think it was their actual website. You can place an order and they'll deliver. Actually, someone from Panera Bread came. Right. And I was like, oh, wow, that was so fast. And I think I only paid, it was like a, a simple fee of two bucks or something like that. And they were like, oh, yeah, just contact us directly. And I was like, that's that's a great option, too, to just go right to the, the source. And listen, we're not saying don't use the apps. If they're helpful, you love it. We, we love that it's giving people work and drivers are making money we're just saying that you know if you can't afford it there are other options just think about it you know yeah, hop just in the something car. to keep in mind yeah. and quickly hopping back to groupon it's also a, a great place to find uh, really affordable christmas gifts too there's little trinkets and mm-hmm. cute little crafty kind of things on there so keep that in mind right. as you're looking for christmas gifts and psychic readings Sean, and psychic up. readings if you want to know what 2021 <laughs> holds for you think it's psychic jessica on there she's <laughs> she does crystal ball readings I mean, don't you want to see the future? Come on. Come on, Jesse. Tell me what's up. <laughs> her reviews are really good, by the way. And again, this is not a, a promo in any way, but I was reading her reviews and people were like, she was right on. So, you know, 30 minutes in the crystal ball, you could be all set. <laughs> and tarot, they do the is it tarot card readings uh-huh. and all that kind of thing. So I don't know. Maybe we'll give uh, Psychic Jessica some business. She's local. So. Yeah, we'll have to get in touch with her. <laughs> Listen, it's been a great podcast. Again, follow us on all of our socials. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We've got some great videos on our YouTube that we love to share, and we hope you'll subscribe to the YouTube. And we will see you back next week as we talk with Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Ooh, I can't wait. This is going to be good. Backstreet Boys, one of my favorite shows at the Zappos Theater that I saw. So I might fangirl a little bit over Nick Carter, okay? Well, he's going to be a a good conversation for sure. There's lots to talk to him about. Again, that's next week on Vegas Reveal. Have a great week, everyone.